You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, this really is a big day because after this, so after this point, what? you can no longer even attempt to claim. You're in your early 30s because you're really not. I know, I know. This is the like, last hurrah. This is it. I this mean, after it. it's just a downward slide. And I mean, there really is like, this is like kind of the last birthday party I can have too until like 40. Nobody cares when you turn 36. I know. Nobody but I mean, cares. 35 kind of seems significant no. because it is finally you're in your mid to late 30s. Yeah. Should I not be having a birthday party? Aren't you getting a little too old for that? I mean, you're going to have to kind of get to bed early. I will have to get to bed early, actually. <laughs> Hello, okay. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network that available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to here today, as usual. Um, and uh, I do want to say, of course... If you're going to do any uh, shopping online, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link, bookmark it, make sure that's your your go-to spot for all of that. (laughs) Or just shop on our website. There's all kinds of uh, fancy things on there you can purchase. So many fancy things. So many fancy fancy things. things. Yeah, treat yourself by going to funemploymentradio.com. And uh, and do a little shopping. Pick yourself up a shirt. By the way, thank you, Jameson, for picking up a Fun Employment Radio shirt on our website. We'll get that out in the mail to you uh, ASAP. All right. So, Sarah. Yes. We need to talk about um, talk about what's going on. The with big you. day tomorrow. The big day. The big day. The big change that's the big, happening. The, with you. Uh, the big change is not happening the, yet. <laughs> the big change. The, I'm still a ways out from the big change. Well, you're getting pretty close to it at this I point. I am not. I have friends who are my age who are still like given the birth. So I mean, I. So I think, you're wanting to have a child now? Is that what? Uh, that is absolutely not at all what I'm saying. I, I want all to right. be an aunt now. I'm okay with that. Uh huh. But okay, so no. that's changing. But I'm saying, like, I'm not the the big change is not coming for me quite yet. Well, we'll say that you're no longer uh, a girl anymore. In this last year, let's think about some of the things that have happened. So tomorrow, Sarah turns 35 years old. 35. 35, 35. years old. Which I have always liked the year that I'm born because it's always easy to uh, gauge how old I am. Yeah. Because since I was born in 1980, it's like, all right, so that's 35 years. Yeah, you know, you're like three years older than me when we started this show. What, that, that makes no sense. That, that you're three years older than I was when we started this show. Okay. I want, just want you to put that in perspective. All right. You you and these Think weird like number tricks that like puzzle you. <laughs> like, you're telling me, like, did you know that it's just as far from 1955 to whatever to 1985 as it is from now to 1985? Well, that one's mind blowing. That one's that one's uh, your, blows your my mind. mind gets pretty easily blown. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Tomorrow you turn 35 years 35 years old. 35 years young. Yes. 35 years young. <laughs> yes. And uh, I don't know. Like, is it is it like a significant one? I remember when I turned thirty. For women, it typically is. That's for women, a bit different. it is. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, you know, it's it's you're getting you're getting a little bit older, and uh, let's think about here in this last year, like, you know, just just some of the things that have been a little bit different for you over this what last the year. How is this? One thing is, I believe you realize that over this last year, Sarah, you've changed from a lady into a ma'am. Oh well, that was just a fluke. That was not a fluke. You are now a ma'am. I'm not a ma'am. Just because a few people accidentally said ma'am doesn't make me a ma'am. Well, I think to a younger generation, you're. Well, yes, I'm a ma'am to younger people. Well, and that's kind of how it is. I think you're a ma'am to everyone when that happens. So, 
I'm saying it's 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 something you're going to need to embrace. It is. You're I don't need understand. To get used to it, and I I want to hammer it home to you. We're going to do a little bit of the the Greg psychology system where we need to tear you down to build, build you back up. I don't need to be tear, torn down. I'm just fine. That's kind of how it's got to be. I think you're in denial about how old you're getting. I I I don't really feel very old. Yeah. I mean, I know that 35 35 seemed like it would be ancient when I was you know in my 20s, but. It doesn't feel very. I don't feel like I look very old. Maybe I do. Maybe You're, I'm just looking through like my own eyes. And to I don't clarify, know. I said, "Ma'am, not man. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, you are a ma'am now." When people see you out, out, uh, you know, out and about. Oh, hello, people, ma'am. Yes, excuse me, ma'am. You know, where they're concerned, like, okay, is she going to get angry or is she confused? She looks confused. Ma'am, you can't go back there. Ma'am, I'm sorry. I do the get line confused, but I've always been kind of confused. Yeah, but see, now it just kind of fits. You've grown into that. That's I'm growing into the person. I'm growing into crazy aunt, and I'm growing uh-huh. into confused lady, confused, confused lady. ma'am, confused ma'am. Who's now going to over? Also, over this last year, you went back to uh, one of your uh, shows, your real big fish show. I did. Where you dressed up to go skanking. I did. And it was so fun. Real big fish and less than Jake. Yep. Still listen to them. Uh, I, I like them. Yep. And you were the ma'am out there trying to relive the youth. No, I wasn't. It out. was a room full of ma'ams. I was one of many ma'ams and misters. Yes. That we were all like, okay, it's 1995 all over again. Let's do this shit. But it's not 1995, is it? Tell that to real big fish. They that don't was know 20 it. years ago. Whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I want to say, you know, you, you look good for your age. Thank you. So that's working out What's for you. What's weird, that's one of the things I have noticed. It's the, the passive-aggressive comments. That is definitely... I just met someone... You know, you're doing good for you. No, no, no. I met someone the other day. I met his... Uh, it's a friend of mine, and I met his girlfriend, and he had you know, said that it was my birthday soon, and she's like, oh, how old are you going to be? I'm like, I'm going to be 35, and she's like... Oh yeah, you look good for your age. <laughs> and people like feel like they can say that to you. I'm like, thank you. I don't know. Is that a compliment? <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. I was like, okay. You look good for your age. Really isn't like not a just oh well. You look good. Like not like for your age. Yeah. Not oh. in general. Just like well, for what you're dealing with. I mean, it looks like you dust that's your insides. You look all right. Yeah. I mean, for what you have to work with, I guess you're doing the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty much it. And she just kind of looked at me, and I looked. I'm like, okay. I don't know how to communicate with you. You look good anymore. for your age. No, that was not you a compliment. Good. That was not a compliment. That was not a compliment. She was kind of a bitch. All right. yeah. 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 No, that was that was somebody who did not uh did not understand that. All right, so so that's happened and things are, you know, you you are you are going a little different. Now I did look up some things here just for you. What kinds of things? Well, I've got a couple of things that uh, that I pulled up. Just some facts because like I said, I want you to embrace how old you are. Oh, I am. And I mean, but what does that mean? Do I, I want to, you like, to understand. Get rid you know, of my awesome apartment and stop dyeing my hair and that kind of stuff. Well, no, I think you're already stuck in that lot for life. So here's here's where we're here's some of the things that that I that I brought up here, and I just wanted you to know about you know some of the things that happened, uh, especially to women in their in their later thirties. Do not talk to me about my body, please. Do not talk to me about my maintaining body. a healthy weight. No, oh, and no, God. I'm not going to go through that. There's, <laughs> but there are so many things. Let me just say this: it must kind of suck. For it's like for dudes, I don't know. The only thing I have to worry about is I have to get a certain exam at some point that I'm not looking forward to. That's really it. Other than that, just you know, do what you do. I'm gonna play some of my '90s music in the background, just a little instrumental. Is that see that doesn't make you seem any less ma'am like? 
No, it is true that once you turn 35 and you're a woman, you're fucking disgusting. Like, you're just shamed. You're like, oh, we're over the hill. Yeah. When I have kids, it's uh, a little too late for that. I was trying to look something up, you know, women in their 30s, which is obviously something I would never Google. But so, so I pulled that up and. And uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of things. It's all like sad articles. It really is. It is. It's all sad. It's all talking well, it makes about. Me, it makes me sad for the people who are writing those sad articles, and then for the women who don't well, feel we're like not, they're good enough because they reach a certain age. Like, and they're pretty much all of them are. Well, we're not twenty anymore. I well, don't want so to we've be twenty made it this anymore. Far. We made it this far. It's gonna be harder maintaining your weight because you're getting older. Oh, that happens when you're thirty. You're gonna have to. Yeah, I know. But every everything in these articles. And I, I looked up a bunch of them just yeah, trying to find things. Start wearing more. You're going to have to wear moisturizer all the time. So I was going to mess with you with these things. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. No, life well, is Well, better worry about preventing bone loss. Society I will already say this. messes with women. 35 is apparently when your bones are the most dense. After that, they start deteriorating. I You're going to start my- shrinking. You're gonna shrink. I'm not gonna shrink. You're gonna shrink. I drink way too much milk. My bones, I'm, I'm pretty, I have pretty strong calcium bones. Well, God dang, sorry about that. Was that, that mine? Was oh, that was me. you. Damn it, I was going to try I left to my, you for it. <laughs> I left my phone on uh, right there. <laughs> that was Sarah this time. That's all right. I've forgotten my old age. I'm sorry. Profe- I yes, I know. This. You get a little I'm bit forgetful. I'm almost 39. Or 30, oh, my God. You're 39. I am almost. I am not 39. I thought you were 30. You're 38. I'm, I'm 38. I, that was an honest I will know when I have one year left for, for the 40. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't complain about the same things that see, I do because when thing. you're a woman, like, you're seeing this. Like, these are articles that I, as a woman, see all the time. Like, yeah. there's like, oh, you are you're going to get fat unless you starve yourself and work out all the time. Here's probably the first obvious changes occur to the hair and skin yep, as hair, hair follicles are thinner. altered. Hair yep. loses its color, turns gray, and becomes more porous. Your skin starts to become saggy, wrinkled, and unlovable. <laughs> Eyes and ears. As you age, the eye becomes less able to produce tears. The retina thins and the iris stiffens, causing the eye lens to become cloudy and seeing clearly to become difficult. These are different things that are happening to you right now. They're happening r- currently. Well, they're happening. Currently. They start to happen tomorrow, right? At approximately age 35, bones reach their greatest mass. They then begin to dissolve and are absorbed faster than new bone is made. Not reaching desired bone thickness during teenage years. Oh, not reaching desired bone thickness. I reached desired bone thickness. I'm pretty sure. Reduced estrogen production. I took my my vitamins. I drank like a gallon of milk a Mm -hmm. a week, Mm -hmm. if not more. Well, it's not looking good for you. Okay. I'm, I'm not envious of what you're going to be going through according to all of these articles that are out there. Now, I did think about this, though. So you are... You know, let's 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 assess where life is right sure. now. Mm-hmm. All right, so you live in your studio apartment. I do in Southeast Portland, which you do like. I, I do. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. You don't like any of your neighbors, but or you just don't. They're okay. No, I'm indifferent to them. I, I they, like them they because don't we don't matter know. as people to you. They're people, but they're living their own lives. Like yeah. we're all living our own lives in our apartments, mm-hmm. and nobody's really friendly, and we all kind of like it that way. Okay, that's why I like my apartment. No, <laughs> okay, a bunch of. Curmudgeons living in apartments. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're curmudgeons living in apartments because we don't talk to each other. So I'm in my own little world. They're in their own little worlds. We all enjoy our own space. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, I, not having to share my space with someone. Yep. That is my ideal situation. That's about, about right. That's mm-hmm. kind of where I was thinking with that. Now you live alone in yep. this apartment. I do. You don't have any pets currently. I do not want any pets right now. That's. Probably not true, but well, I will. I will want a dog eventually, but in the apartment that I'm in right now, it does not. It, it doesn't uh, allow dogs, nor do would I want to have a dog in an apartment that's okay. small. All right, mm-hmm. so you live and there, and I do not want a cat. You, oh, you don't want a cat? No, 
Stop acting surprised. I've never wanted a cat. Stop But it. we've talked about it on the show so many times about how you're destined to get cats. Mm. All right. Well, let me ask you. I'm going I'm to do a little quiz for you here. Okay. We're going to see. We're going to see about this. All right. So, so I don't really feel like I'm up to snuff for like normal 35-year-olds. Let me. Okay. So what is your age? 31 to 40. We've got that. Uh, what is your gender? Female. Okay. Uh, what kind of home do you live in? Apartment. Do you live in a large home with a lot of free outdoor space, a nicely sized suburban (laughs) home with some sort of a backyard or outdoor area, an apartment with some sort of an outdoor area, or an apartment in the middle of a large city with a very small or no outdoor area? That one. That one, okay. That's the one. That's the ticket. How much free time do you have on your hands? Plenty of free time. I'm always around the house. I'm usually busy with things like school, work, or sports, but I spend a good amount of time around the house. I'm a busy person, but I'm I'm at home a few hours before bed. I spend as most of my time as as I can out of the house. That one. Okay. The last one. All right. Out of these options, you would rather be spending my time outdoors playing or hanging out around my house all day, spending time at my job, studying or with friends, but a good amount of time at home, spending most of my time with friends away from home or involved with my job and or other activities out of the house as much as I can be. Well, that's. Uh, I feel like I relate to the last one, but I do like being in my apartment when I'm in my apartment. But I am busy, so I am out a lot. Okay. So I guess I, I guess it would be the th- the last one. Out of the house as much as I. Yeah, can I mean, be. I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I'm not actively trying to stay away from my house, but um, things keep me out of it. How many people live in your household? Wow, well, we know that. One person. We know that. Okay. Um, I'm just kind of going through the quiz here. All right, I'm going to. I did pretty good, didn't I? Submit answers. You would most likely do well with a cat. What? What kind it of quiz says is here, Well, it says, what kind of pet do you need as you get older? And cat is what kind of matches your personality. I really think you should give this a try. I think you should get a, get a cat. I, I don't want to. I really appreciate like the sentiment, and I really like it. But also, as we as we clearly stated, I'm not at home all the time. And uh, if that's I had you don't any need animal, no, I know if I had any animal, though, I'd want to make sure that it was okay. What about a fish? Oh, you can't hug a fish. Okay, so you want a cat? No, I don't want a cat. All right, so everybody out no. there listening, Sarah's birthday is tomorrow. But let me just let's pull back the curtain really quick, right. though, Greg. So just for a moment, you got to see the garbage online that like w- like women who are in their. I did. Had to no, read. in all honesty, I was going to try to mess with you, and then it just made me sad. It's so, terrible. So like, I wrote up all this stuff to like make fun of you for turning thirty-five, mm-hmm. and and I went through all those websites. And that's why this is kind of kind of uh, faltered off a little bit because I was like, oh my god, now I'm depressed, and I'm not even the one. Turning 35. I'm not the woman turning 35. Yeah, it's... Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of shaming out there. There's a lot of shaming. It's mostly articles from well, female websites, be, I too. Think, I know, right? Yeah, it was it was like, you know, like Red Book or stuff like that. You know, it's different... Like, all right, now it's time to just sit at home drinking eight glasses of water a day and getting 10 hours of sleep and hoping to God you don't gain any weight from that bite of pizza that you took. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's it. So there you go. How to be lovable even when you're of middle age. Way to, way to be upbeat. I know. So oh. that's, that's what's going on with it. You know, I feel fine. All right. I, I I like where I am, so that's okay. Well, that's tomorrow. You got one more no day at 34. going to take me down. You got one more, one more day at 34 years old. Yes. I'm going to spend it. it responsibly, too. Today I'm going to be, it is my last day of 34. Today will be spent cleaning and grooming. I'm going to be dyeing my hair, getting a getting all oh. fancy for a what? Oh, you're going to dye your hair? going to feel a little youthful? Get that youthful sparkle. Yeah, you're going to listen to your NoFX Pandora station and... 
I am gonna slide. I, I always I use my eye cream every night. Gonna put on oh, some eye cream, some vitamin sweet. E oil. Well, that's sweet. You you do you. Mm-hmm. You're 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 doing great. All Thanks, right. Well, Greg. there we go. Should we do a little world of crazy? Yes, but really quick before we do world of crazy, I do want to give you an update on Herbert the chicken. Oh, okay. All right. So if you recall <laughs> yesterday's show, the epic tale of Herbert the chicken. Now, I, I highly suggest you tuning into that show. That was yesterday's episode. I believe episode 1438 right there at funemploymentradio.com. And I did honestly name her iTunes, Herbert Stitcher. because I kept getting confused if it was a chicken or a rooster. We've received many emails um, from people... Mm. Uh, reminding you that that was a, that it was in fact a hen, but the hen is named Herbert because you named the hen that, so mm-hmm. that's what it is. The hen can be Herbert. Yep. Herberts can be hens. Yes. So I was looking at this, so I decided I, one of the things I didn't do. Oh, there's being some some notes in the chat. Okay. Well, do you pay attention to those like yogurt commercials? You know, oh, the, the ones, ones that like regulate digestion. Yeah, because mm. you're kind of getting into that range. I am. Oh, with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis talking about yep. how it helps get everything all straightened up in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I'm not really a yogurt person. Well, I'm going to have to find something. All right, anyway, okay. what's the update here on Herbert? All right, so uh, we talked about Herbert yesterday. He's the chicken that I decided to spend a little time with trying to see if I could find him as home yesterday after, uh, morning before the show in, here in Southeast Portland. So I decided, I, I thought about this last night. I'm like, holy shit, you know what I didn't do is look on Craigslist to see if someone actually posted something about a missing chicken. Okay. Because why wouldn't I? So last night I go and I, I go into Portland Craigslist and I type in, uh, you know, into the lost and found and I type in chicken. Sure as shit. Not somebody who lost the chicken, but somebody else who had also found Herbert who had placed a Craigslist ad trying to find his, her a home. Wow. So, but this, get this, this was from three days ago. Herbert so that, has so been Herbert's been out there around. on the streets for that long. Yeah, so this post says, Chicken found on 21st and Yamhill. Uh, and then it goes on to say, Dark-colored chicken found between Southeast Yamhill and Taylor on 21st Avenue. Chicken has been hanging on the block since 7 a.m. this morning. It is now 5 p.m. I didn't catch the chicken. It's still running around. It seems calm. Well, I think Herbert's doing all right. I suppose so. I, I mean, also he's been think on the it's... streets for three days, but he's not moving from that block. I also find it strange that this many people care about this chicken. About it that is... chicken. Now, we did get an email. Uh, from Randy, who said, uh, hi, just listened to Wednesday's show. Number one, Sarah, you are a kind soul with compassion for other living things. With age comes wisdom Thank and a great, you great heart. for trying to save Herbert. Number two, Greg, you are a heartless bastard. Yes, both of those things are true. Thank you. Number three, if you do catch the, the chicken, my wife and I will give her a forever home. We are vegan and won't eat her or the eggs. Yes, they are great pets. Greg, love the show, even though you have no soul, Greg. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I'm so I just can't look at them as pets. I just can't. They're I just food. I have Chicken a weakness for animals. I know, and I and I you messed me up for a few days with those Herbert nuggets that you were talking about. Oh yesterday. man, I'm thinking I'm off chicken for a while. Delicious Herbert burrito, no. shredded Herbert bur- burrito. Stop saying shredded Herbert. Oh my burritos. gosh, no! I'm gonna have to have one after this show. All right. But seriously, I mean, if if that chicken's been there for three days, if anyone wants a chicken, I, I'm assuming it's free. On 21st and you can catch it. Southeast Yamhill. You have to be pretty agile to catch chicken. That's what I learned in Rocky 2, Greg. There you go. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, are you afraid of robots taking over the world and enslaving us as the human race? Uh. I feel like it's inevitable. It is, right? Like so the I don't movie really feel AI. like it's something... Well, I don't know about AI. More like Terminator style. 
But I figure, you know, that's going to happen, so I might as well just get used to it. Okay. Well, this is actually becoming I'm okay close, with it. It's, it's becoming closer and closer to something that actually will eventually happen in the not-so-distant future. Okay. So uh, it is being proven now that machines, artificial intelligence machines, a.k.a. robots, are growing smarter by the day. Now, a team of researchers has just published the results of an IQ test given to an AI system called ConceptNet, which in its own way, that's already terrifying. ConceptNet? They're creating an artificial intelligence robot called ConceptNet. How much of something out of like a sci-fi movie? Does yeah, that's sound? pretty terrifying. Yeah, ConceptNet. Okay, okay, so anyway, ConceptNet is an open source computing project run by a division of MIT. So the IQ test was exactly the same IQ test that they gave it to humans. Now, according to results from the last time, it has increased from that of, you know, basic, like no knowledge at all to that as a four-year-old human. <sighs> it's growing at an exponential rate, its intelligence is. Wow. All right. So according to the results, the computer scored the same as a young child. Can't you so, just unplug it? I, you can't unplug them once they start to get smart. Uh, so uh, one of the researchers says, we found the psycho uh, psychometric test gives a concept net of four that is equivalent to that of an average four-year-old. The performance of the system fell when compared to older children. However, every day it seems to get smarter. Okay, would you, if, say, the robots did start to take over and there was a war between humans and robots, but the humans, you know, they have to live underground and it's really shitty living. Like, it's not that fun. Or you can just work at work with the robots. And you would give you, totally like, be a give. shill and work with the robots. No, I'm asking you what you would be. I would, I would be with my people. I would go underground with the humans. But what if they give you everything that you want? You are such you are such a rat bastard. I'm not a rat bastard. You are too. You would I'm sell not out your I would entire. Rat out. You are. Yes, you would. You would rat out the entire human race just to save your ass. I would not do you that. You totally would. I would not. And you'd be up like little kiss assy with the with the robot overlords, and you'd be like, oh well, I think that one of these tunnels over here is where the humanoids uh, actually hide out underground. <laughs> and then you'd want to get a gold star and get robot friends, because you wouldn't care about anybody else except for Greg. Yeah, but the robots give you everything that you want. How do you know the robots give you everything that you want? Because they do. I mean, we're easy to take care of. You know, it'd be it'd be simple. No, they put you in a people zoo. I don't know. It's not that bad. All right. Well, now they're saying that... So the AI is gaining intelligence, and so much so by 2050, it could be a fully thinking, like, have the same brain as an adult human. Yep. 2050. That's only 35 years from now. Yeah. All right, so a lot of people involved in tech uh, are expressing their concern at the rapidly advancing rate of artificial intelligence. Uh, man, by the yeah, name Stephen of Elon Hawking. Musk. Yep, yeah, and, and Elon Stephen Musk, Hawking. of course. Yeah, so the rise of something seriously dangerous happening is in the next five-year uh, time frame, 10 years at the very most. He goes on to say, please note, I'm normally super pro-technology, and I've never raised an issue until th these recent months. This is not a case of crying wolf about something I don't understand. This is something that's actually happening. Isn't that creepy? Singularity. Concept net. Greg's pro concept net. I love you, concept net. Well, I mean, you might as well get on board. You have no choice in the matter. There's or you can just unplug it. Yeah, there's always a choice in the matter. What are you talking about? Well, all right. I'll think You've about already it. given up and the, the robot war hasn't even begun. <laughs> like You have already rolled over and said, okay. Yeah, all right. Sarah did it. Sarah did it. I know where she lives. Robot, I know where she is. Robot, robot. 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 Oh my god, you're such an idiot. You totally would. Sarah did it, robot. Sarah did it. Robot, did I do a good job, robot? Robot. 
I love you, robot. I love you, robot. All right. <laughs> oh. From intelligence to higher education, there is a new college that has been created, Greg. Now, I don't know if you've ever been thinking about going back to college. Uh, I don't know. Not really. No, me neither. Um, but if, if anyone would want to go for the first time or go back to college, there is a different type of college that is now being offered. I don't think... Imagine... I just feel like I'd be the... Uh, if I went back to... Ah, never mind. Never mind. Actually, I'm going to drop that. Mm. Go ahead. All right. Uh, well, this is... Yeah, you don't have to take it seriously because I'm talking about a porn university. Oh, well. Yeah. I know. That's what I was saying. Well. Like, you were trying to take it, like, to real life. I'm talking about porn university. That is real. Yeah, it is real. So you can uh, go to a university where tons of experienced porn actors can enlighten you with their important life and professional experiences. Now, the porn university will be taught by legendary, I don't know who this is, Rocco Sofredi? I, I don't know. Is it a porn star? Greg's asking too many questions. What is that? Some kind of a, what, what is that? Like a pornographic film? The world-renowned Italian porn star, Rocco Sofredi. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I do not know who Rocco Rocco. Well, maybe you recognize is. some of the movies that he's been. He's started more than 1,300 pornographic films. Now, you may remember him from such films as Sexplosion in Ibiza, <laughs> Total Reball. <laughs> I just want to be a person who names porn movies. That's all I want. Uh, Buttman's Big Tit Adventure number four. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I want to see that just because of the title. I don't even uh, care what goes on in that. He was in but it, what is it? Buttman's Butt Big, Big Tit Adventure number four. <laughs> what happened in one through three? Do you need to I see those know. to understand four? I'm pretty sure you need to in order to con- see the Batman's continuing storyline. The next one was Ejacula 2, <laughs> where he's a vampire porn star. Uh, there's there's also Buttman and Rocco's Brazilian Butt Fest <laughs> and Rocco's Top Anal Models. So he has a butt thing going on. <laughs> what was it? Buttman and Rocco's Butt Fest? Or? Buttman and Rocco's Brazilian Butt Fest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, started a movie. Stump Clown in the chat Buttman says, and uh, Rocco's Brazilian Butt Fest? Uh, Stump Clown in the chat abbreviated it saying uh, BBTA number four. Is great. It has a twist ending. <laughs> Good to know. So, legendary Italian porn star Rocco has starred in all of these. Now the 51-year-old porn extraordinaire is offering lucky students a chance to learn from the master himself. <laughs> now he has uh, started up an appropriately named college called Sofredi Hard Academy, which will instill valuable lessons such as advanced sexual techniques, how to talk dirty, how to position themselves in front of a camera, and the proper, proper method to do many sexual acts. Now, not only do you get to go to the porn university... I just make sure they're talking dirty. It's just all about butts. Like, oh, your butts. Call me butt man. Call me butt... They call me butt man for a reason. Imagine if that's your... That's your title in life. I'm butt man. Oh, butt man? I mean, from butt man and Rocco's big butt explosion? Brazilian butt fest. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Total Reball was the one that made me... Total Reball is pretty (laughs) good. That's pretty damn good. Pulp Friction... All right. So the other one, uh, so the Porn University the also, if, if you go there, uh, you can also be filmed for a reality show. So this has made thousands oh. of eager applicants. to. Um, they, it's led them to apply for this opportunity to learn from the living legend himself. However, the Hard Academy has a stringent acceptance because only a handful of lucky students will be admitted into the porn institution. There will only be 21 students, 7 me- uh, women and 14 men who get to figure out the secret in and outs of the porn industry. What, what was the ratio there? Uh, seven women and 14 men. Uh-huh. 
Uh, Rocco, who is a married father of two, has recently retired from film performing in porn earlier this year so that he could save his marriage to his wife. He continues to direct and produce adult films because that is what he wants to do. So in a good year, he would make about $200,000 from doing like yeah. Buttman's butt <laughs> Well, I mean, the butt adventure. The Buttman franchise. That's a pretty mm. big name. So he wants to like teach his students. He wants them to all know what to do, what not to do in pornography. When talking about casting the proper co-star, the the well-thought, well-spoken Rocco said, I want to see emotion, fear, excitement, the eyes being surprised. Fear? Ew, yeah. So there you go. There you go. Buttman. Buttman's big tit adventure number four. <laughs> Buttman and Rocco's Brazilian butt fest. <laughs> to something completely different and wholesomely cute uh, out of Bloomington, Indiana. Now, this is about a person that we've actually, well, not a person so much as a creature that we've had on the show. Greg, what magical creature did we have the opportunity to we interview? We had the, uh, the cat. Lil Bub. Lil Bub, thank Lil you. Lil Bub, now famous internet cat Lil, Lil Bub but. is coming out. Keelan's going to... Keelan's gonna not like this. Is releasing a new album called Science and Magic, and it's coming out on December 4th. Yes, Lil Bub is going to be a recording artist. What exactly goes into this? Well, let me tell you about that, Greg. Thank you for asking. The album will be released uh, on December 4th and will feature 10 tracks, including ones named Assimilation, Good Job, and Rebirth. Now, Andrew WK, also another person we've interviewed on the show. Yes. Well, meeting of the minds. Now, musician Andrew W.K. collaborated with musical cat Lil Bub on this album. He said that although it may seem impossible for a cat to compose a full album of carefully crafted uh, instrumental music, Lil Bub is more than a cat as she is on an intergalactic mission to benefit others with her magic and talents. I got lost when you started talking. Andrew W.K. says the time he spends with Lil Butt has... (laughs) Lil Butt... <laughs> there was too much butt oh, man that's before. A butt man and a little butt. Oh man. Uh, Andrew WK says the time we've spent with little Bub has made him a better person. So I'm just letting Jessica know right now what you're getting Berlin for Christmas, which is Lil Bub's new music album, Science and Magic, that's available on December 4th. Vice is also currently making a movie about Lil Bub. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Andrew WK, by the way, uh, also on Keith and the Girls show quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And we will be opening up for Keith and the Girl this Saturday at Hot Curious dog. Comedy Theater. Oh, I don't even know what I'm going to wear. There's also some other stuff we're going to be doing that we uh, have not announced yet. Greg secretly is Buttman. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be my big reveal. I am Buttman. Oh. <sighs> Uh, did you see this thing about this kid, this shithead with the macaroni and cheese? Oh, yeah. No, I this watched this. You should explain this. All right. So, no, I, I have the full story. So, this is out of Stores, Connecticut. So, uh, a lot of people sent this to me because, of course, it has to do with the fact that it's about delicious macaroni and cheese, which is clearly one of the most perfect foods on the earth. So, this is what happened a few days ago at the University of Connecticut. So, a University of Connecticut student is facing criminal charges now over a confrontation that he had with a campus food court manager who wouldn't let him buy macaroni and cheese 
because the guy was showing a beer bottle and was very aggressive and drunk and rude. And 19. And 19 years old. Yeah, I have watched this video. It's it's out there all over the place. This kid needs to be punched so bad. Yeah, so if you want to watch so this. So badly. It's, I mean, it's not worth for me playing it on the show, but no. it, it is everywhere. So if you want to see that, just look up drunk macaroni and cheese He guy. gets it in the end. He does get it, which yeah. is amazing. So this is a night. This this kid is losing his shit over the manager not wanting to give him He's macaroni and cheese for dr- nine minutes. Drunk little prick. Yeah, so it's a nine-minute obscenity-laced video clip uh, posted online. Shows little shit apple freshman Luke Gotti. Uh, arguing with and eventually shoving the manager instead of the university's student union. Uh, police and the manager say that Gotti had been refused service for carrying an open alcohol container and being loud and obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, so the video shows what, uh, an apparently intoxicated 19-year-old, which, again, in Connecticut, the drinking age, still 21. Uh, drunk, carrying a beer, 19-year-old, questioning why in America he can't have a beer in the building. He then uses a gay slur against the manager and repeats the demands, just give me some fucking bacon, mac, uh, bacon jalapeno mac and cheese. Well, he decided that that nice request didn't go well enough, and so he decided to shove the manager, thinking that that would work better. Well, then Gotti is tackled by another employee, is arrested by police officers, and then spits on the manager before being let out of the building. Watching him get taken down in the student union, though, it's it is pretty good. It's, it's it's a pretty sight good to see. Well, plus he's one of those uh, those turds that like he's being a dick to the manager, and then once he can see that there's a camera on him, uh-huh. then he just gets more and more excessive. Yeah, macaroni and cheese isn't worth it, you drunk idiot. Well, sometimes it is, but you're not worth it for macaroni and cheese. No. No. So Gotti, who's from Bayville, New York, uh, did not return her phone call or email seeking comment. He's charged with breach of peace and criminal trespass and is due back in court on October 13th. So uh, it's not said yet whether or not he faces any university sanctions. However, a spokesperson says, generally speaking, any UConn student found to have violated the provisions of the student code may face penalties imposed by the Division of Student Affairs that range from probation to expulsion. It's being reported that he got expelled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then he got expelled. Yeah. So he was also previously a student at the University of Massachusetts and was also twice arrested last year on disorderly conduct charges as well. Yeah, he... uh, Because I... It was on Deadspin is where I saw this whole thing, and they... Talked about apparently he used a different kind of slur at a police officer, a oh. slur that uh, has nothing to do with being a police officer, but is not something you should use. Oh, something a white entitled sack of shit would sack say. Sack of shit would say. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. A word he would use. All right. Well, good. Well, he's expelled, so you can go fuck yourself. Yep. And finally, this story just made me laugh because I have a lot of vegetarian friends. And I'm, and this made me wonder. And living in Portland and everywhere, I mean, a lot of people choose not to eat meat or can't eat meat, but whatever they would like. You know, they don't want to eat the Herberts of the world. That's totally fine. That's fine. I mean, that's more Herberts for me. But I mean, I judge not. If Greg people wants don't want all eat. the Herberts. Yeah. So, <laughs> this article just came out, and the headline did make me laugh out loud. And the headline is this: A surprising number of drunk vegetarians are now confessing to secretly eating meat. Drunk vegetarians secretly eat meat. Yes, a new survey that has come out that has has said more than a third of vegetarians eat meat when they've had too much to drink. What's more is that they're sneaky about it, with at least 70% of them saying that they don't tell anybody else that they did it. (laughs) (laughs) So this study was conducted in Britain, the study of 1,800 British vegetarians by... uh, by a deal offering service revealed a few other things 
about these said vegetarians so, who drunkenly eat meat. So they're like me with my shame chips. They are like you with your shame chips. It's like you saying like, oh, I never eat chips. Like, I'm, I don't eat chips. They're I not, don't eat chips. You respect chips too much. You don't eat them. But I, then you go home and you shove them all in your face. I totally got caught by my roommate taking Cheetos up to my room the other night. I snuck downstairs. I didn't think anybody was in the kitchen. And I was trying to sneak them. And I got about halfway out of the kitchen and then he came into the kitchen and it was just me standing there looking depressed, defeated. Were you just sitting there staring and just... I hadn't opened them yet, but it was clear what was going on. I was taking this, scurrying the Cheetos up to my room and I was just, and I just kind of stopped and looked at him like I had the deer in headlights look like I got caught. I was like, hey... Hi. And then I just turned around and went upstairs. I've seen that look. That's like when I show up when Greg's at the studio before me and I open the door and he's not expecting me to be there and he like has a mouthful of burrito or something and he's like just completely frozen. I don't like people seeing it when I eat my with shame like, with food. With like food and you stop chewing and you're just like. Mm. No. No, I do not want to be. So you're kind of empathetic with these uh, yeah, meat eating vegetarians. I am. All right. Well, more than a third of them. So they studied 1,800 British vegetarians. So more than a third revealed that they decide to eat a ton of food every time on a drunk night out. So in Britain, since this is in Britain, uh, kebabs are the big thing that they all eat, you know, meat on sticks. Kebabs are delicious. Kebabs are totally delicious, since they're readily available on the drunken streets of London, uh, followed by burgers, bacon, fried chicken, and sausages. (sighs) All right, real quick. What? I'm being called out in the chat uh, by uh, StumpClown, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, it's six ninety nine a month. You get to listen to the show uh, live and the 24 hours of fine programming on this network. Oh, archives, no. I just looked at that. StumpClown in the chat wrote, Greg isn't mentioning the part about not wearing pants. I was in my boxers. I didn't want to mention that part. Oh, were I was you in shirtless my boxers. in your boxers? I was shirtless oh, in my, my boxers. <laughs> I was shirtless in my boxers, and I snuck downstairs, and I was like, well, you know what? A couple of Cheetos. We just... They just sound really good right now, and so I went downstairs, and I, yes, I was in my boxers. No, I was not wearing a shirt. Then I grabbed the bag of Cheetos, and I tried to hurry and scurry out of the room, and that's when I got caught by the roommate. And he didn't say anything. So what's he going to say? What I want to know is how Stump Clown knew that you weren't wearing pants. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was a good guess, though. It is good. You're... I pretty much figure that you're basically never wearing pants when you're at home, just wandering around. No, I've got roommates. If I didn't have roommates in the house, yeah, I I wander around pantsless in the morning all the time. That's why. That's why I'm a 34, soon to be 35 year old woman. I can walk around in my underwear all day, every day. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. So the roommates usually leave earlier than I do. So about, I don't know, quarter after seven, I got the downstairs to myself, and I I saunter all around in my boxers. I don't want to hear about you. Sashay through the room. You just swish. Yep. I have to hurry past the front window, though, so that people don't see me. I do that, too, in my apartment. Like, when there's the the one side window that people can see me, I'll, like, run into the kitchen to grab something, but I'll have that window open. I'm, like, reaching the fridge really quick and then run back. Mm -hmm. Like, hopefully nobody saw me. All right, so anyway, so so the vegetarians who are secretly eating meat reveal that they eat kebabs, uh, followed by burgers, bacon, fried chicken, and sausages. Uh, so they were saying a lot of vegetarians just uh, happen to give in to their cravings when they're drunk, maybe because they crave something salty. Uh, so <laughs> they said, I think it's important for these friends of these vegetarians to support them when they're drunk and urge them not to eat meat. 
Well, it's not my job to support you it on what you not. want. If you want to not. eat like a, a piece of bacon, I'm not going to stop you. That's why I always hate that. Like, especially when people are like quitting smoking. Like, you see me smoke, you tell me not to. You take it away from me. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's not my job. Mm-mm. That's that's on you. I hate it when people do that to me. Well, it's just I'm I'm not going to be responsible for it. No, I know. I don't want that responsibility. That's, that's that's your problem. That's you. That's you. If you're not supposed to eat meat. Don't eat meat. I'm not going to judge you if you do eat meat. Mm-hmm. I don't care one way or another. Exactly. Uh, so also, but I'm not going to stop you. This isn't just in uh, the UK. Uh, this is also a American vegetarian. So the study also concluded that 84% of vegetarians in America stray from their strict vegetarian diet. 84%. That's funny. Yeah. I've known a few people that have done that. I've known one of my friends who's a vegetarian who... I think she, every once in a while she eats seafood, but she accidentally ate chicken on a pizza before, and she was because she said it was tofu, mm-hmm. and she was like, "That's not tofu," and it totally affected her because she's been a vegetarian for like fifteen years. I bet a lot of that is. I mean, I'm sure there is some kind of physiological thing, but I, I think a lot of that is probably in their mind. I think it's in their intestines. Oh, it could be as far as digesting it. Well, yeah, if you're not used to processing meat, and then all I mean, I don't shock know. the system. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's being noted in the chat. Greg, buy a robe. Robes can be comfy. I think there's something creepier if I were to wander around the house in a robe you in front and of my a roommates. Robe is like really <laughs> like my, so. We, I mean, we have like the main living room. I li- I own the house. I live in the upstairs, which is a converted oh, attic, so God, it's like an apartment. I, you've made me hate the phrase converted. And so attic. I live upstairs with that. I think it would be creepier if they were like watching television or something in the living room in the common area and I just kept walking through my robe. I feel like, again, I don't walk through my boxers, not when they're there. I wear clothes. I think it would be creepier though in my robe if I were to wear a robe down there. Yeah, I don't know. It's creeping me out just you talking about swishing and sauntering around in a robe. Whenever I see somebody in a robe, I just think, you know what, what they're about one, I mean, all it's, it's one little hand motion away from just. So you're afraid if you wear a robe, you're going to f- start flashing people? No, not that I would, but I'm afraid other people are going to. If that's your number one concern about people wearing robes, you need to look deep inside of yourself because I think that's probably your concern about yourself. That I'm going to like flash it out? That you're going to accidentally start flashing people. Silky robe. I only I have a robe. I only wear it during the winter when it's really cold in the morning. That's it. Like that's I'm getting into the shower. And that's my story about robes. And that, my friends, you're world crazy. I do walk around with my shirt off a lot. Yeah, maybe you should invest in a robe. Boy, yeah, possibly. I just think it'd be creepier. All right, anyway, anyway. Yeah. There we go. Um, should we do a little bit of? Uh, I've got some ball talk here. I know we need to do. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Uh, the more I'm thinking about this, though, what should that be? A, my Halloween costume? Should I walk around in a robe and flash people? No, no, not flash people. Wonder how I can incorporate that in. All right, I have to think about that. All right. It's being noted in the chat really quick, too, by the way, uh, by Mr. Keelan, who uh, lived in my house for uh, two years, maybe more than that. He is saying that it, in fact, was creepy when I was walking around shirtless. Sounds pretty creepy. Why? It's not like I sit right next to him. I'm like, picture you like... 
What Sarah is doing some kind of a nipple pinching like motion. Like Greg out there, like sitting in the living room, like tweaking your nipples. Like that is not like something that. that I do. <laughs> I do not tweak my nipples in front of people. I like how you ended the with in front of people. Well, what I do in my converted attic is my own business. What goes on up there stays up there. There are Cheetos. It's a magical wonderland, ladies. If you'd like to apply to see my converted attic, you just let me know. And by apply, he means bring over a bag of Cheetos. That's probably the sexiest thing I've ever said. Greg, they are going to come and knock, knock, knocking on your door. If you'd like to apply to see my converted attic, you let me know. The application process, yes, is a bag of cheetahs. All right. Okay. Ball talk. Sarah, the Major League Baseball playoffs are continuing. And last night was another wild card game. So the first game happened two days ago when the Houston Astros took on the New York Yankees. I believe I predicted the Astros to win, and yes, they did. Last night, the Chicago Cubs, who have not won a playoff game in 12 years went on the road to play the Pittsburgh Pirates, a team with a better record than them. But yet against all odds, oh my God. 12 years of curses, I predicted right here on Fun Employment Radio that the Chicago Cubs would beat the Pirates. Now, Sarah, I want you to uh, guess what do you think happened. Well, I, I watched the game. I know what happened. The Chicago Cubs won 4-0. Bam! 2-0. Oh. 2-0. The teams I've rooted for haven't even scored, uh, their, their opponents haven't even scored a run. I think I've got some kind of magic thing going here. You Call me who, the magic man. Who's the real winner yesterday, Greg? Who's the real winner? Who's freed? Who's freed oh, from Steve the curse? Oh, Steve Bartman? Steve Bartman Steve Bartman can thank me. the real winner yesterday. Steve Bartman can thank me. But I'm not done making predictions. Oh, no. All right, so here we go. There are two more games today as the full series actually do start. The first game, well, that I'll predict. Actually, you know what? I'll predict this one because it's just started. I haven't looked at the score where we are right now. It actually just started like a few minutes ago, so I have not looked at the score. I don't know if there's a score. I'm going to make a prediction on it, though. The Texas Rangers are at the Toronto Blue Jays. Up in Toronto land, as they call it up there. Nobody calls it that. Toronto land. Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Texas Rangers. Here's the deal, Sarah. Here's the deal. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for saying my name. I wasn't sure if you were talking to me. Here's the deal. Toronto Blue Jays going to win that game. You got a diamond. Got nine men, got a hat and a bat, and that's not all. You got the bleachers, got them from spring till fall. You got a dog and a drink, and the umpires call. What do you want? Let's play ball. Is that a fly ball or is it a seagull coming in from the lake? Just to catch the game, it's the last inning. This song almost like hypnotized me. I was just bobbing my head along to it. A strike, and you got no doubt. What do you want? Let's play ball. Okay. 
Pixels. Actually, not that bad. Moving on in ball talk. I'm going to make predictions. So the Blue Jays are going to win. Blue Jays are playing the Rangers right now. Blue Jays will win. Game number two for today. The Houston Astros taking on the Texas Rangers. Or excuse me. They're not taking on the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers are taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. Houston Astros at Kansas City. I've done a lot of work studying these. It's been hours and hours of analyzing them. You have been. You've been here since like 3 o'clock in the morning. I know just like going over them again and again and again. And Sarah, I'm not done making my predictions. Houston Astros, I predicted you would beat the Yankees in Yankee Stadium, and you did it. But you're not going to win in in, uh, Kansas City. This, Sarah, is a... God. I dedicate this to the American League champion, Kansas City Royals. You're like a DJ today. (laughs) What are you doing? This is by somebody named Center of Attention. Yeah. I stay winning like the Royals. Yeah. No more losing. That's enough of that one. That one's that terrible. That is enough of that Kansas one. City Royals are going to win. So there we go. Blue Jays will win. Royals will win. They're, you know what? Since there's a game at 9.45 a.m. tomorrow, another game, Texas at Toronto. It plays again tomorrow morning, and we won't uh, probably be on air right then, or we'll be somewhere around there. Blue Jays are going to win both. They're going to be up 2-0 and on the Rangers. Wow, Greg. You're just wild and crazy. By tomorrow at this time, Blue Jays will be up 2-0. and and the Kansas City Royals will be up 1-0 on Houston. There it is. Place your bets. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. You're such a weirdo. Yep. Yeah, well, you did allude to the fact that we're doing something on Saturday. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. So here is, can we talk about that? I think so. I mean, if, if he was bringing up the fact that we should talk to people about trying to find a place, then. Okay. Yeah, I don't see why not. Well, uh, this Saturday. So. We had Keith and the Girl on last week, keithandthegirl.com, fantastic podcast out of New York. They've been doing it for 10 years, mm-hmm. and this is their 10-year celebration, and they're coming here to Portland and uh, at Curious Comedy Theater on Saturday. Get your tickets at curiouscomedy.com. They're fantastic. And they'll be doing a live podcast taping there, and yeah. also we'll be there opening up for them. Yeah, they have asked us to open up, which is really, really cool. So Sarah and I are going to be on stage for about 10 minutes or so know, doing whatever we're going to do. Should we talk about like Herbert? What should we talk about? I think we should. Uh, I think we should do a little stand-up, dance and song. You know, song and dance number. Yes, I think because we we're really... so good at both of those things. Yes, I think that's exactly what we, okay. we should do. Maybe some improv. We'll get the crowd to throw out things. We'll do improv. That sounds like my nightmare. I know. That's. Oh I might God. actually throw that to you. Don't you dare, Greg. Okay. What if I did though on stage while we're up there? We're at Curious Comedy. I'm not. Then, uh, then it will be silent and it will suck. So don't do like, that. All right, you guys, let's set up the situation. What do we got here? Uh, let's see a coffee sh- coffee shop. All right, we're at a coffee shop, and uh, they're they're out of coffee. All they have. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're already into it. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Oh God, that sounds no. I do not have enough confidence to be able. To, I, I respect improv people. I could not do that. No, I know. That's why I kind of want to see you do it. So we might do that. We might do a little bit of improv on stage. We are not going to be doing improv on stage. Uh, We'll figure it out. It's not going to happen. Impressions. That's another thing that we could do. We could do impressions. Who can you do an impression of, Greg? uh, I don't know. Give me me an impression. Uh, I don't know. You're supposed to be the impressionist. No, I'm the host. You're the one that does this. Accents. Sarah, Russian accent, go. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Sarah, Uh, French accent, go. 
Oh, elle donne la croissance. <laughs> oui, oui, oui. You do a German one, Greg. Go. Was für Fisch haben Sie? Es ist nicht ganz das, was ich möchte. That was just speaking German. That wasn't a German accent. Yeah, it's good enough, though. No. All right, so this Sarah, is do your Britney Spears do. impression. Go. No, my Britney Spears impression. I don't have a Britney Spears impression. Well, then you're. We're failing right here, right now. Yeah, it's not going to. This happen. is failing we're on stage. Doing, I don't. Well, what do you think we should do? Well, I already threw out the ideas. We're doing the perfect round round setup. All right, so how about I set up a, an improv for you? No. We're going to. All right, so you're, you ran out of. I'm coffee. the host. I don't do that. Who? So you're better than me. I'm the Drew me? Carey in the situation. Oh, like my. I set it up, you do it. I, that's not at all how that goes. I'm I'm the assistant. <laughs> I set it up. <laughs> Let me be clear. All right. So we are though. We're gonna be we're gonna be opening up for Keith and the Girl, and Ooh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. John does have a good suggestion for an impression for you. I can do a great impression of my fist against your punchable face. You're gonna punch me on stage. I guess that people would, be would remember. Awesome. It. People would love that. And they'd be like, hey, what's that Fun Employment Radio podcast? Have you heard of it? It's like, yeah, dude. They opened for Keith and the Girl, and I saw, uh, and, and the girl, like, punched the guy in the face. It was pretty awesome. Got to take it for the team, Greg. You know it's a good idea. It's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good idea. All right. With, uh, <laughs> okay, so with that, though, we're, we're going to be doing that. And then in addition to that, we are going to be, well, at least we were until they heard the show, uh, we were going to be filming... <laughs> They are filming a documentary as they go around the country on their 10-city tour. So even if you're not here in Portland, they're going to be coming to different cities. All of that is at keithandthegirl.com. Uh, so you can go there and, and find out where they're going on their tour. They're doing 10 days, 10 different cities. So I think they're coming from Seattle Seattle tomorrow night to Portland. Yep, Seattle tomorrow night. And then, and then San Francisco, off. I think maybe, mm. is where they'll be on, on Sunday. I'm not sure exactly, but it's all at keithandthegirl.com. And so... They're filming this documentary as they go, and they've asked Sarah and I to be part of that. So Saturday during the day, we're going to be kind of going out and around with Keith and the girl and doing some some filming of which some kind. Which is rad. So we're trying to figure out really exactly cool. like where we want to take them because they want to you know check out some things Portlandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we're working on that. Yeah, if you have any suggestions, uh, mm-hmm. send them our way. Send sure. Our way and see because we're you know we're kind of trying to think of something that's you know. Something that would be cool for someone from New York to be like, hey, this is a Portland experience kind of right. thing. Yeah, and and, and some of them not, and not Powell's. Well, and some of them don't drink, so so not necessarily a bar. I think it's what yeah, kind of or what we're like deciding. a bar or restaurant. Yeah, a work. restaurant. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, something like that. So mm-hmm. so anyway, that's going to be happening. We're really 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 excited. Yes. Uh, asking for the website again. K a t g dot com is is another way you can get there. That's uh, the abbreviated version. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Very, very cool. Very excited about it. Also excited for our fine new sponsor, D. Leonidas Photography. Oh my gosh, we have had the best photo submissions. So we want to remind everybody again, and we're going to be talking about D. Leonidas a lot. Like if you have any kind of a photo need, like anything that you've been thinking about, whether it's school photos, whether it's photos of yourself, whether it's photos for anything. Engagement photos, birthday photos, like your sister is pregnant and you might want to take pictures with her photos, like anything like that. D. Leonidas Photography is who you you need to go to. And if you go to funemploymentradio.com, there's a link right there on our site. You can find it from your phone or it's, it's right on the front page and you click that and you you can go to their website and they have a special fun employment radio portrait special for $69 which you get an hour session of them taking photos so it's it's really really a fantastic deal and that's just for fun employment radio listeners so go to our website funemploymentradio.com and just click on their logo their logo is right there you'll see it and you can go to their website in it and pick up the portrait special you can also try to win one 
of those by the other link on there, which is the Halloween photo contest. Yes. So what we want are people to send in your pictures of your favorite Halloween costume that you've ever had. But pictures from what it is. They don't have to be great pictures because that's what you're trying to win some great pictures. So, but send in, send in the pictures of you in your favorite costume ever. And we're going to have, uh, we're going to judge the best one and announce the winner on October 23rd, but send in those pictures. Whatever it is, whatever your favorite costume is that you've ever worn, send us in that picture to funemploymentradio at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at funempradio or even our Facebook page. You can post it on there. One of those three ways, and it'll get to us, and we'll we'll put that into the pile for for deciding on this. And we have really enjoyed seeing people's pictures oh, so it's far. it's been great. And even if you don't feel like submitting a picture, like go check out uh, D. Leonidas Photography and get a package. I mean, the packages are affordable and they're wonderful. Yes, yes, absolutely. So uh, send in those pictures. Send in those pictures. That would be great. All right. Should we? Uh, we do have one more birthday. We do. Yeah, all right. Uh, we want to wish uh, Sarah happy 34th, uh, happy last day of 34. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. I do oh, not man. acknowledge that birthday. Well, that's really, that, that wasn't me, Sarah. That was Tomorrow else, I will Sarah. have to. I will say this. You may or may not. Have some gifts tomorrow. It just depends. Some gifts. Yeah. Depends how nice you are. Oh, you stop that. There may be some there may be some things tomorrow. Or there won't be. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. We appreciate each and every one of you, and thanks for tuning in with us every day. Uh, as we said, you can go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, or on iTunes or Stitcher. You can find out all the old shows. Uh, like last week, we had what David Keckner in, mm. and then Titus the week before that, Bobby Lee. Tomorrow, we are scheduled to have in studio Harland Williams. Which we are very excited. Harland, we've had him in a long time ago, and he was great. He's hilarious. He is hilarious. If you're unsure of who Harland Williams is just by the name, Google him. You will see, and you will instantly know. You will recognize him for he's the unmistakable. He's the serial killer, and there's something about Mary. He's the cop that drinks the pee in Dumb and Dumber. He's been in like everything. Yeah, he's been in so many different things. He's the bad boy with the shitty birthmark in Superstar. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So Harland uh, joining us also David Huntsberger stopping by the studio tomorrow. Very cool. So we're going to have a it's going to be an action packed day tomorrow here on Funnel Employment Radio. Thank you everyone for tuning in as we said send in those Halloween photos D Leonidas Photography go to our website click on their links and pick yourself up a portrait package. A portrait package. Portrait package. Portrait package. Portrait package. Okay. The quick Round fox jumped, jumped over, over the, the lazy, lazy dog. dog. The quick round fox jumped over the lazy dog. All right, thank you so much, everybody. You guys are awesome, and we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.